0: Really?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Feed is engaged.
1: Are we live? Are we live? We
2: are live. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Star Trek, the original series, The Savage Curtain. It's over and has been since 1969, just over 51 years. But we're just getting started here tonight on Live Long and Podcast as we are continuing our original series rewatch. Um, as we pick up random episodes as watched by my dad, Ted. Uh, Dad, how'd how'd you like The Savage Curtain?
1: Well, it was an interesting one for sure. Uh, Had lots of weird uh, things going on, but that rock, uh, that rock uh, alien guy, that that took the cake. Yeah,
2: he was quite something. Uh, We got a a great panel here tonight on Live Long and Podcast to break this all down. Uh, You've heard from my dad, Ted. Uh, Let's hear from my brother, Jeff. Jeff, how are you?
3: Good, how are you?
2: I'm good. Uh, we got Adam Woodward. There you guys, Adam.
0: I'm doing great. And Jody Simpson. Good evening.
3: The notorious. The
0: notorious. The notorious J O D. As they say. Why? Yes, why? Why? Um,
2: <laughs> why? And, and and the savage curtain. If you're if you, if the name if the title of the episode doesn't necessarily mean anything to you, this is the episode where Abraham Lincoln shows up to have a battle between good and evil um uh well that's what eventually will come to be um but uh there's there's these aliens who want to know about good and evil and they're going to put the kirk and spock through the rigmarole uh if you will um so let's go to adam adam what did you think about the savage kirk i didn't want to be first but i'm right well technically, well, dad was first so
4: all right here i go uh, it started very strange all right you know even for star trek you know with, with abraham lincoln sitting in space in his chair you know four score and seven years ago um but as the, the episode got going i i was compelled i was interested I, you know um you know i i liked the relationship between kirk and and and, and mr lincoln um now there was some really strange parts in it. We will get to, including the pile of rock, and uh, you know. But you know, all overall, I, I thought it was a great episode. I quite enjoyed it. You know, um, much better than Miri, which was my last my last guest appearance here. So yes, uh,
2: you the, the the rock creature. His name is Yarnak. Okay. Jody, uh, let's go to you next. Jody, um, uh, how do you feel about the Savage Kurt?
0: Uh, well, I was the one that picked this. I think um i it's it it's it's silly um what more can you really say um it's just it's i don't even know how to explain this episode it's it's like they were trying to like really like do the whole patriotic route here again because that's kind of the thing that star trek kind of did Uh, And then it just kind of it's almost like they said, okay, well, this is what we want in the episode And then they kind of shook it up and then that's what they put in So it was like Abraham lincoln you know, starts it off but then other people show up and and then we got like this shit slash rock demon monster thing that steams Uh, so I'm guessing he's some sort of molten rock or something um, but it's yeah. Trying to explain this episode to anybody without seeing it is is kind of hard, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, okay. And so we're assuming if you're listening tonight or you're watching this uh, on Facebook or YouTube or after the fact uh, that uh, that you have seen the episode. So um, they've had 50 years
0: to see it. Like 51. <laughs> 51. Yeah.
1: Yeah. People are busy. You know, don't always have the time.
0: It's true.
2: Now, Jeff. You are a student of American history, uh, yeah. and and Abraham Lincoln, uh, a pretty pivotal figure in the uh, in in the history of mankind uh, in the United States uh, specifically. Um, what did you think of the depiction by this particular actor? Do you feel like it was it was accurate to who Abraham Lincoln was?
3: Oh, I don't think it's even trying to be. It's tri- uh, I think it's trying to be more a depiction of like how everybody saw Abraham Lincoln. And it's like, like
2: the legend of Abraham Lincoln?
3: Yeah, I think so. Oh. More so than it's the actual person to me. It's even they even say in the episode, like they go through their minds and find certain characters throughout history, like Kalis and Sarah and um and, and then molded the people out of their 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 the images in their head and their thoughts and right? So it's not completely one hundred percent Abraham Lincoln. But whether or not it's a dep- like a true depiction, I think it's more. OK, like- rephrase,
2: I'll rephrase the question is he, how accurate or inaccurate is this version to who the real person is?
3: I'd say, I'd say the real guy was probably a lot more shy. It was, you know, a
0: lot more um, well spoken Pro- and probably not as dark,
3: but probably not as yeah, dark. <laughs> and- <laughs>
0: Did did
4: you guys notice that he looked a lot like the Lincoln used in Bill and Ted's uh,
0: first movie? A lot like that. Kinda. I also got a little bit of a Lincoln slash uh, Planet of the Apes remake vibe from him.
3: Yes, (laughs) looks like he he kind of looks like um what's Kevin Klein in Wild Wild West when he's trying to he's playing Grant. He loses as Grant. He kind of looks like
0: Grant. Yeah.
2: Well, he says that he reminds him of Grant. Kirk is just like Grant, and they can drink whiskey together. That's what.
0: So there's. I, I read a review online for this as well because I like to always see what other people say about stuff as well. And one of the things that the guy brought up was they should have called this like Arena Seven, because it's literally the same plot, just you it's know, kind different. of okay, it's just it's, different uh, different people, the slightly same plot. slightly
2: different because that that wasn't about good and evil as much as what you know violent tendencies and
3: yeah why is I, okay so they see lincoln in space right at the beginning of the episode then they like okay they beam lincoln to the ship but first they say hey no we got to get into our nice dress uniforms scotty's got to break out the, the the tartan why he's because the
1: they they're a pres- receiving a president he was
3: floating in space <laughs> It's clearly the real one. In a chair. You got
1: to remember one thing yeah, is yeah, that when Kirk too. got his Canada 1967 uh, Expo shirt on that um, which <laughs> is the same that. logo, right? It uh, is the uh, same I, logo. I think they stole it from that that episode which is kind of shocking. And it, it's a uh, Christmas very close on. logo on. <laughs> wait,
2: wait. What are you what are you re- referencing? I am not He's
0: talking about the medals on the dress uniform. Yeah, I don't. Can you bring that up,
2: on, on which, who's who's uniform in particular? Kirk's. Kirk. Oh,
0: Kirk's. Okay. So sure. Kirk has all those little tiny triangles. Play the episode while the podcast is
3: going. I have it muted, but he he's, he gets distracted. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nichelle Nichols also on the bridge when Lincoln is there. She is like, "This is Lincoln." Like you know, she's pretty she's pretty yeah, she's like, pretty happy about it she's yeah. pretty happy about it. it's pretty she's like this is pretty awesome you know? right.
0: like, clearly uh, he's a
3: figure little, that she admires little does she know that Abraham Lincoln in real life probably would not have treated her very well yeah <laughs> you know that was what
2: that was kind of what I was alluding to or with the question with the um, with, like so how how accurate was this version of Lincoln um, so look but I, I think it's also as what sort of the perception of Abraham Lincoln was in 1969
1: Right? a oh, hundred
4: years after he was killed. Absolutely. You know, yeah. history was very favorable. to like, And still
2: is. Just yeah. to look at the dress uniform, Dad, because since you asked for it, this is the uh the like his decor his decorative uh oh, he really medals. He's chunkier yeah. in season three too. You he is look. way chunkier in season three, yes. He's heavier. He's drinking hard at this point because he's
3: the You can
4: see the 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 wrap that underneath his uniform to keep him all you know,
3: in he's barely in that shirt.
2: Yeah, his hair is getting greasier. There's a few things going on with uh, with, with yeah, I, William I Shatner. I noticed that
3: too.
4: The whole bridge crew definitely had longer hair, and, and you know they're definitely in the '60s for sure, you know, with the uh, sideburns and whatnot.
2: Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Kirk is heavier, and like the gre- the hair is getting longer. It's a little greasier. Um, I, I, I'm I, I don't know what the next couple seasons would have been, but uh, yeah, famously, uh, like William Shatner was this was a rough point in his life, particularly this third season and, uh, and especially after the show was canceled. Um, and
0: he was on what second mistress by that point.
2: Yeah, it wasn't, no. it was, you know, part of the reason his marriage broke down was because he was working long hours on the show. Um, yeah. uh, you know, he went on to be married like three more times, at the this, but, um, so, yeah, more but, uh, but yeah, like there's, you can, you can see that. And this is re- really near the end of season three. This is really near the end of it when the show was producing. Um, this is, I think, the one of the last episodes written by Gene Autry as well. Uh, but yeah, I, that know, I don't know. And who was who was having an affair with Michelle Nichols? Um, and so, <laughs> just to go. Well, in, it's the last
0: time you see all the cast together, right?
2: Is this episode the last time like they're kind of all together, yeah. like Chekhov, with all them? Yeah, yeah and, and, and Scotty's
0: not in any more episodes, and then uh, Michelle Nichols is uh, missing from uh, uh, one of the episodes as well.
2: Right, and and. Uh, the thing is that I like I, I do like the interaction I do like sort of the message behind the interaction between Lincoln and Uhura uh, this Lincoln copy because he calls her uh, a charming negress which you know and then uh, you know it, it, it's not a nice term.
0: But, uh, I, I was hoping you were gonna bring that up.
2: Well, it's important because but I think what her response is uh, is that in my century we've learned not to fear words. And Kurt yeah. says, um, you know, we've learned to be delighted in what we are uh, and who we are, right? And it doesn't have to be sort of ignored. It doesn't have to be uniform um, in terms yeah. of, and so that's the message here. She's like, whatever, like, you know, like, I'm I, I'm not going to, you're not going to hurt me with what you're saying. Uh, you know, if you want to, it's about how you're going to be perceived. Right,
1: and, and, and with, you know,
2: so and he walks it back like right away. But I guess this is what Kirk imagines that Lincoln would say, because <laughs> this is not Lincoln. This is Kirk's, Kirk's idealistic idea. Lincoln, right? So it's uh, it was it was it was kind of interesting because they're kind of like showing what the contrast is between the 19th century and the 23rd century. Yeah, it's it's a good message. I mean,
3: to have um, and it's. Interesting that it's coming from like Nichelle Nichols' character as well. Mm-hmm. That it's you know it's not coming from Lincoln or, or Kirk. So I applaud, I applaud. That's what Star Trek does. They 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 make you think about things like that and make you think. Yeah, like you have to not be afraid of things. Or,
2: well, I think I think you know she could have jumped down his throat or she could have said you know you're, you're, whatever, but she doesn't, right? Like you know, no. that's not how Roddenberry wrote the scene. Roddenberry's like, no, what? Like it what, it? what you say doesn't change who I am right and so and who i think Um, well it's a
0: good message that would be nice if people would learn now even yeah exactly i think it's relevant
2: to today so it's it's one of the better i think it's one of the more star trek moments of this episode but um yeah and and then they after they have this pomp and circumstance they eventually get to the conference room where scotty and mccoy really try to talk them from going down to the planet because that's been sort of the invitations to given and they're like, you're crazy. Like they, they obviously are like hiding something from us. Like they, they, They're trying to get us down to the planet for yeah. some nefarious cause. Uh, Adam, why do you think Kirk and Spock uh, choose to go? And was it right to go
1: down to this Because <laughs> that's what I mean, they, they do. Because
0: there is 25 minutes left? <laughs> I, I think I know why.
3: I think it's because they, they put their dress uniforms on and by goddamn, they were going to yeah. go on a mission.
0: Yeah, at this point, they went through all the trouble. Look,
4: look, they're you know, in the spirit of Star Trek, they're explorers. You know, something presents themselves; they got to go down on the planet and see what's going on. Especially a planet that is inhospitable to life. Why all of a sudden can they go down there? Uh, wouldn't you be curious? Of course, you would. So, let's
2: yeah. go. Even with the fear that you might materialize in a pool of molten lava.
4: Well, didn't didn't they have that that continent that developed? They did, but
2: uh Scotty and Boy are very it, skeptical. Yeah. Right? They're like, well how, well, just because that's what our sensors are saying doesn't mean it's true.
0: That's it, what our, we see, Captain.
2: Our scanners tell us what's there. Tell us that this guy who was floating in space in a chair is human, but there's no way a human would be floating in space in a chair. So um, they know that there's they, they know that there's something up and that this could be dangerous.
0: But yes, but yet they were okay to put on dress uniforms for a floating man in space.
3: Yes, that's the whole point. Is that they
1: put on <laughs> dress uniforms? <laughs> And
3: they
0: changed out of the
1: dust. <laughs> And they, they, well, they had guns pointed at them.
3: And then you and they were like, you know what? We're wearing these stupid things, so we must <laughs> them on the planet. So we don't have to wear these stupid things anymore.
4: But here's a question though for you guys: Like, do you think that you know? I mean, we know, like, uh, Lincoln and the rest of them really believed
2: they were who they were. It seems you know? to be. It seems to be. Yeah, you get
0: that impression. Yeah, um, I think at
3: the beginning they're like this, these people are definitely not who they say they are, and then they, they, they want they want you and the characters to believe that they are the
1: people they say they are. And then,
4: but but when you get further into the episode, and you meet Colonel Green. Yes.
1: You know, there's that pleasant
4: conversation between him and Kirk, which, you know, you know, tell me tell me about your past. I don't remember it, and I you know I have a remarkable memory, but I don't remember it. But I think I want to get back to wherever I came from. And that's Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched this episode after I watched the debate last
2: night, by the way. Did this, ha- oh. did this bring your spirits up? Yes. It- yeah, Lincoln, okay.
1: Lincoln in this debate had a better face on than Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Even
2: with that fake lippy he was wearing or whatever it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: when, the, when the, yeah, I think that they're like almost like holodeck characters right they're like they're almost like they they they, they're not as conscious of the sort of the bigger plot
3: is this a holodeck episode before the holodeck
0: well you got a very good moriarty vibe there didn't you from uh from lincoln because he he believed who he was and you know moriarty the same thing he eventually clued into the fact that you know he was this being in this uh in this environment in next gen but in reality you know that's that's kind of where he he thought he was originally, right? Is that He's like, why am I here, kind of thing. So, same idea.
2: But once they get down to this planet, uh, their tricorders and their phasers are removed, but they're allowed to keep their communicators.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a little odd. See, they'll be able to call up the ship but they were disabled, so if if they had the ability to disable the communications, could they not disable everything else that they were bringing with them?
2: Yeah, it seems like they can turn those devices on and off. They could have turned the phasers but they they make a point
0: to not let those transport, uh,
2: or at least this this creature, Yarnak. And so once they get down there, Yarnak reveals himself. They don't materialize in in the pool of lava. It turns out that the atmosphere of the this uh, thousand square kilometers has been set aside. Um, well, they run
0: into Surak first, right?
2: They run into Surak first. Yeah. So this is yeah. this is Spock's version of Lincoln. This is his. Yeah, idealistic uh, person. He's the father of Vulcan philosophy. Right? And he's he's, he's from... Like
1: Aristotle.
2: Yeah. yeah. He's kind of like... Same idea. He's almost like Vulcan Jesus. He's kind of like a...
0: Uh, Vulcan Jesus? That's amazing. He's
2: a he's a messiah figure uh,
0: in Vulcan society. He's like the Buddha of, of Vulcan. He's like some Muhammad.
3: You
4: know yeah. what it would have been interesting, though? If they had spent more time on him. Because yeah. everybody knows who Luke is. And... We we know who Lincoln is. You don't have to tell us the background and give more. I would have liked to learn more about sirak I mean, this is is this this isn't the first time he's introduced, is he?
2: One of the first. I think it might be.
4: Yeah. Um,
0: I think he's mentioned before though.
2: Maybe like, I, like if he is, I, I'm not. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. remember. Um, and and the Vulcans they they expand on this later in Star Trek. They kind of talk about how basically this is where the Vulcans and the Romulans kind of went separate ways. Uh, where when Surak came along and sort of brought peace to Vulcan, a lot of people did. A lot of the Vulcans didn't embrace that, and they ended up becoming the Romulans. But yeah. uh, they they left the planet. But uh, Surak was sort of the one who brought them under this logical philosophy that saved their world from destruction from civil war. And so he's a very he's um he, yeah he's I guess he's more similar to a Gandhi or somebody who's like a philosophical spiritual leader was well, getting secular um.
4: but, but when, when Spock met him though you know he showed emotion and, you know it was a surprise and, and Surak called him out on it right away too which was kind of funny you, you, you're, you're betrayed your emotions betray you
0: yeah
2: right because that's what Spock expects of him
0: now wouldn't this be way cooler if it was like they go down there and they have to fight Surak like to me, that would have been neat.
1: doesn't fight though.
0: Yeah, he was—he no, was a bad team member that, for them. Yeah, well, he was a
1: yeah. shitty team member. I mean, if yeah. they strapped
0: a bomb to him, that might have worked. Maybe it would be the good yeah. guy's way, Jeff. Thing that I thought was interesting is there's a scene where Spock and uh, Spock and Kirk are together, and Spock is like uh, making his spear. And he's and he's got the spirit, he's making a really good point on it, and then you, you see Kirk and Kirk has basically done nothing. He's just got a he's got basically this branch that he's done nothing with, and it's like <laughs> Are you expecting Spock to just do the work here? Like what's going on? And, and
1: then, then that very little that he took so long to make, he threw it away, a really bad <laughs> shot at somebody.
0: Like yeah. he spent all
1: that time on and he kind of wasted it.
0: I don't care how pointy your damn spear is. it has to have some weight to it. <laughs> if it doesn't have weight, it's not going to do anything. Like throwing it really isn't going to help. Can we talk
3: about what this rock creature looks like?:
0: Yes. He looks like a Golgothan before going: Yarnik.: Our yes. good
3: old friend Yarnik. He has about like nine eyeballs.
0: So I was watching this with my daughter, because uh, my daughter and I were watching this at the same time. Oh, we're going to bring up a picture of him. There he is. Uh, and I was Portions are going on there. Like yeah. where where is... he's, he's, he's pear shaped.
3: He's not pear shaped. He's like I don't even know what it is. Like he's
0: like a mushroom on a pile of shit.
3: That's basically I think what he is. Just enough paper mache to get a guy in there to hold a light yeah. <laughs> and turn it around.
1: Was like,
0: like, when you first saw this, were you intimidated by uh, at all by this thing? Like, the thing obviously can't wa- run like, very fast.
1: 69. It looks In like... 1969, scared the bejeebers out of you. It looks like it something is. that came out of
0: somebody's butt.
1: I mean, that's yeah. what it
3: looks like.
0: Well, and it was funny, because I was watching this with my daughter, and my daughter's like, why is there a shit demon?
1: Yeah, it's a shit demon.
0: <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I don't think it's much. supposed to be. I, I think it's supposed to be rock. All
1: that stuff and makeup. Back then, they didn't have any. It also sort it. of
3: looks like toffee. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's just a. It was weird that the arms are what always makes me laugh with it because there's clearly like some kind of a performer yeah. inside of it, and he's just like, behold, look at the evil aliens that I have gotten to face you, yeah. or whatever. Um, well, the,
0: the pinchers didn't
4: make sense. What were the pinchers for? The white pinchers.
0: It reminded me yeah. of like. A T Rex, where you got this big badass and these little tiny arms.
2: <laughs> well, this is so he can work his little magic. His,
0: uh, He's like watch this my. This is call how I make an Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. He needed to, d-
3: to disable their communicators with something, and he. Is... You know they
4: had more more budget this this episode because they did have the the steam coming off of
0: every episode.
3: There was steam? I don't
2: if know.
0: we ever do a best off clip show, Dave, I definitely want that clip of what you just did in the show. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh reminds oh. me of the penguin
0: from uh batman returns <laughs>
2: yeah it, yeah
0: um just maybe danny time, devito's in there
2: every time that performer moves the arms i'm just like this is hilarious right and so um it's it's not the most intimidating thing no it's i don't know if it's meant to be it's, it's the fact
0: that it steams though is pretty neat kirk tries to go up to punch it and he burns his hand yeah yeah, and he's like, "Ow." No, lava? He's like a
2: hot toffee demon thing. Yeah. Shit demon. Shit. Demon. Yes. What do you think about his plot? His whole plot to understand good and evil.
4: But but this is this is another Star Trek theme. I mean, whether, you know, arena. Being touched by again, Arena. <laughs> um,
2: Kirk and spot, Kirk was split into two. We haven't covered this up that that episode, but when he split into two people from the transporter into the good and mm. evil version of himself. We should yeah, do that. We should do that. One. But uh, uh,
1: this
3: yeah, a, this episode is to me is less about good and evil and more about history and like ha, le, not letting history repeat itself, and then using people throughout history in different ways and learning from their lessons and applying it to you know modern day or, or, or like a simple problem. That's kind of
0: how what I take from the episode.
2: Yeah, the or, message
0: is more important in this one, I think, for sure. What is,
2: what does everyone think about the 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 team of villains this this uh this like uh, society of villains, yeah, Adam, like in terms of that they unveil it. An
3: all-star okay. team of
1: villains, Dave. An all star team.
3: Well, what team would win? The Batman All Star Team of Villains from nineteen sixty six Batman or this team? <laughs>
2: Adam, over to you.
4: Again, way more introductions needed. We I needed to know more about Colonel Green. I want I want, yes. I want to know I know who Genghis Khan is. I didn't really consider him evil from you know, he
0: just was, um, and then Zora
4: again. Explain to me what she did. Like she's a mad scientist or something.
0: I yeah, like know. a little bit of backstory would have been nice. Yeah, yeah it would and been they been had nice.
4: time. They had time in this episode. For they all. also had Kalus. Kalus. This yeah. is the unveiling Kalis. of
2: Kalos. And, and yeah, but
4: he's Kalos Is if you, if you stayed with it, right? So, you know, help me, Spock.
2: Right. Well, and I think that yeah, the the whole thing about this team of villains is, uh, if, especially if you're watching this in 1969 is that the only one you, you're you going to know is, is Genghis Khan, right? Because he's the only actual historical figure. Uh, the, the the female villain there, uh, Lemmy, I don't know. Zora. Zora. Like, she's from Tiburon. So she's from, like, the our future, the past of, of Kirk and Spock. It's the same thing with Colonel Green. And Kalis is a Klingon uh, version of Surak, basically. And uh, he's the kind of the father of Klingon society, but these are all, like these are all the them as they are perceived in the mind of Kirk and maybe Spock. They are, they're not even true representations of who these people are any more than Lincoln is a true representation of Lincoln. Uh, they're more, are like abstracts of these people.
3: Seems That's like it, but there's a lot of detail there too, though. Yeah. There it is.
2: Uh, Kalis Okay, Kalis is is not even wearing. You know, I understand that he's the he's in the 23rd century makeup, Klingon makeup without the ridges. But he's also wearing the 23rd century Klingon uniform, which doesn't track. Um,
3: I thought that depicting an image of Kalis was like a, a you'd be killed for such uh, for such a thing.
2: You think it's blasphemy?
3: Yeah, you're not Blas- allowed. Klingons
2: with, the Klingons are coming to get you, Yarnick. You can't for, depict
3: the uh, image of of, Kaelos. we see
1: Kaelos. I'm doing my
3: computer. You dishonor <laughs> him.
2: We dishonor Kaelos. We seek Um Yeah, but this is I think the first mention of Kaelos, who will in Star Trek will become. He's basically like that's all Klingons ever want to talk about. Is uh, he's yeah. the he's the one who fought the Herc. He's the one who uh, uh, united the Klingon houses informed uh, the Empire. So, But he's he clearly, and he, but as they say, Yarnick says, he's the one who kind of set them on their violent ways too, conquest and
3: bloodshed. I like the one moment in this episode when, uh, and uh, I think Jody was just alluding to it, with Kalos uh, was going, help me Kirk, help me Spock, ah, like he was crying out in agony. And Spock's like, a Vulcan would not cry out, we're not going to go over there, this is stupid. Kirk's like, let's just go fight that thing with a stick. <laughs> How can you? And,
2: how can you listen to him scream like that?
3: How can you, yeah, I will not sit here and listen to him. I'm going to grab this stick that's way too flimsy, and go over there and do something about it. And Spock's like, no. And this to me is the the a good contrast of like the difference between Kirk and Spock. Spock but is like, smart. He, Kirk is dumb.
4: That, Kirk
3: <laughs> identified
4: the high ground. He got a perfect perch. You know, let's wait for them to come to us. And and he's not acting again very captain like when he does stuff like no. this.
3: You know.
2: He is trained in military strategy, right? He is a captain of a starship.
1: Like
3: Yes. And, and he's a fan of Lincoln, so Lincoln was you know, a commander in chief uh during a war, so you think Was Lincoln in the military? I don't believe so. No, he was a lawyer, but um he he was the commander in chief, so he would have been very in, in charge of, he fired a lot of generals. Fired uh, yeah, He fired fire generals. Fire. Yeah, hired and
0: for fire. Trump. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe well, a yeah, while. No. I don't mean that. Um, <laughs> Lincoln. Like ne- next, next Trump's going to be on TV, going, "I have a rocket space chair." Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. he's going to be in the middle of space, floating around. Yeah. Space force.
0: force. Space but, force all the way. Let's talk about just
2: Colonel Green too, because he's this other villain that's introduced in this group of four. That he's he definitely has the most dialogue of any of them, and he's uh, he's from the. 21st century, so he's from our
1: century, but uh,
3: but of that kind. Yeah, eugenics so. wars, I think, right? You, he's probably no, he's
2: probably from World War Three. Yeah, yeah, I think he was in eugenics right. wars because yeah, I think there's,
3: they there's, say eugenics. Yeah there's, wars. Book,
4: yeah, there's a book with Khan yeah. fighting against Green. I think.
2: I think that he's. Let me look. Now. So Colonel Green is from. It says the late. 20th century, maybe. Uh, no, so yeah, he might century. he might be a contemporary
4: of Khan. Con. He, he, he is was. for sure.
0: Well, Colonel Philip Green, according to Memory Alpha, uh, was um, it says that he was 21st century after World War III. He operated, so he was a despolic militia leader. Oh, he was in uh, that Enterprise, Enterprise. episode. Yeah. Okay. They reused the the same name and everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So he's more from. The, so he's from the time of Archer.
0: He's part of eco-terrorism. He's an eco terrorist. He's an eco terrorist. Interesting. Um, so there's there's a book. Uh,
4: uh, I don't know how many books, but it's about the eugenics wars, and it tells the story of a young Khan, uh, Union uh, Singh, right? And he's he's definitely fighting Cor- uh, Green in those books. I, I remember reading those five-part series. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Just, Green is also, also a pretty common last name too. So no, it was, you know, it was totally him. He's yeah, how many colonels there are in in, in the military? But <laughs> I mean, I mean, how,
2: how many are in a war? I I think
0: it's the same thing. I think you're right, but I guess there's no way to really tie them. But was
2: it Colonel Green in the study with a candlestick? Or it could have been.
0: It was Colonel Green in the cave with the poop monster. Listen, Dave, that's <laughs> fake news. <laughs> fake news, Dave.
2: In the in the lava planet with the Excalibur. Um, yes. So the and then this whole battle and everything that's on. But like, hey, let's let's just talk about Surak's <laughs> choice to Battle if you call it that. Yeah, Surak's choice to go. Offer peace. It it says a lot more <laughs> about the Vulcans and how they got to base. how they achieved peace. Um, he's like, we just sent people. They kept killing them, and eventually <laughs> they stopped killing them, and then that, that, that we had peace. We had peace. <laughs> Is that a good yeah. strategy?
0: It was. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That's the that's the that's the motto to staying alive in the army. Stay in the rear with the gear. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: Was a great plan. Uh, not a big surprise that the the villains uh, turn on him, uh, and then they have this plan to yeah, like spring him, which gets Lincoln killed, and then okay, and 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 the whole thing with how they beat the villains is they they fight them. Uh, Kirk confronts Colonel Green, sort of, and does he kill him or he just wrestle him to the ground or what happens there, um, and and he goes, that's it. The rest ran away. So that's the end of the fight, but they were still like down four to two, right? They were still losing this fight. I don't
0: understand why they were totally losing this fight. Kalos wouldn't run evil, away. Evil, evil was clearly winning.
2: Yeah, Kalos wouldn't have run out of this fight. No way. No. Oh. Yeah,
0: but I but, think the shit slash rock monster just put an end to it. Maybe that's what happened. All I know it. is I don't know any more than I did going into the episode that I knew when I end the episode.
2: <laughs> so, Rock, the...
3: so Rock was trying to make peace with everybody, and they said, "No, we're gonna kill you."
0: And it <laughs> it feels a lot like the episode we reviewed last week, where literally it's like a snapshot in time, but there's no real closure. Like there's not really anything that kind of tells you we're done. That's what the Marvel series does. Like yeah, like and it's yeah. a
3: fifty minute episode. It's like yeah. what are they wasting their time on?
2: they wasted a lot of time just showing lincoln around the ship
3: really or like colonel green crouched down with a stick you know there's a lot of that going on in this episode there's a lot of scotty watching literally that was my favorite part about this episode was like scotty and sulu and
0: the bridge crew watching the episode with us (laughs) from the bridge they really were because like the 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 angles for instance like just don't make any sense like they, I don't know what the I don't know what the video compression's like in the twenty uh, third century, but it's phenomenal. Oh, like it's they can't run ta- they can't run transporters, they can't they can barely do communication, but yet they can get a really good spot on video. They image have of them. a full film crew down there. With Kirk and Spock.
3: Yeah. yeah, they're ready to go. Yeah. But anyway, it is Death what it running. is. Do you got you got the facts? Oh. Fun facts. I we can find the facts here. I'll I'll do the jingle this time. There's probably fifty million fun facts.
0: Fun facts with Jeff. Doesn't it doesn't sound like he's ready though, Dave? I'm almost there. Relax. I always thought he was ready all the time. Like, no,
1: no,
4: murderers, no! <laughs> murderers, assassins.
3: Okay. It's actually, not bad. Assassins.
0: Adam is currently contemplating his life and how he got here. <laughs> <laughs> the Savage. Like, so there was a time when I wasn't on this podcast.
3: <laughs> the Savage Curtain introduces Klingon founding father Kalos and Vulcan founding father Surak to the Star Trek universe. Kalos' history played an important role in several episodes of TNG and d 9 where he's regarded as a force for good contrary to the sentiments expressed here. And Surak's history was crucial to the final season of Enterprise, which also gave a little bit of his backstory to Colonel Philip F. Green. Zora a Tiburon is the only historic figure introduced here who was not further developed in the later Star Trek series.
2: Opportunity. You can develop Zora.
0: Oh, give give in a couple of minutes. He'll have that in there somewhere. Zora of Tiburon. Uh, okay, so this is the final
3: episode of the series to feature the entire ensemble cast. I was Kirk, right. Spock, McCoy, Scotty, Uhura, Sulu, and Chekhov. As a result, this episode also also marks the final appearance of
0: Nichelle Nichols in the series. Yep, yeah. and Scotty is in another episode, but you don't see him. But Scotty, it's just his uh, voice.
1: Uh, that uh, that dress uh, uniform of Scotty's was pretty cool.
2: Remember when we did the uh, the hippie uh, uh, episode?
1: yes
3: and
2: you remember the guy who had the weird ears he was like the leader of the hippies yes <laughs> he was tiburonian as is zora they are the same
0: species. oh there you go well there you go there's a f- there's fun facts with dave this marks
3: the second time the original series encounters a silicon based life form the first is in star trek the devil in the dark yanos Prohaska played both lifeforms play with Bart Rue supplying the Excalibane's voice. Okay. Uh, the first choice for the role of Lincoln was Mark Leonard, best known for playing Seric, but prior commitments prohibited him from taking the part.
2: I'm glad it wasn't.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I'd want him.
2: I think that would have That's... ruined Seric.
3: Yeah. The war that included Colonel Philip Green's atrocities was later decided to be World War III, in the middle 21st century which served as an important MacGuffin in later star trek productions such as star trek the next generation encounter a farpoint or star trek first contact and a number of enterprise episodes
0: hey so it Jody, is are,
2: you're a big enterprise fan so this is
1: this is uh, a well sounded
0: familiar but i didn't you know i don't like to just call out stuff as fact yeah. uh, if david you just know. let me get to this on fact i would have got to it eventually anyway Tiburon, home of the cruel
3: science Zora, scientist Zora, is named after the Spanish word for shark and was also the homeland of Dr. Severin, the villain of the week from Star Trek The Way to Eden.
2: And Talor.
1: One of uh, Jody's favorite episodes. The hippies. <laughs>
3: Colonel Green's <laughs> oh, uniform was recycled into a spacesuit worn by Mork in his appearances on Happy Days and
0: Mork and Mindy. Huh. That's interesting.
2: I've never seen Morkin. But, uh, you've, you've never seen
0: Morgan Mindy? Oh, like What's wrong with you?
3: Jeff, have you ever seen it? I've never watched an episode of it, no.
0: Uh, by the way, you're currently on a podcast that has to do with something that was before your time. True. True. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's an excuse. I watched, I watched every episode of that show, Morkin, Mindy. I can't say I've watched every episode. It was of never it, in I...
2: syndication when I was growing up. So.
0: Oh, really? Because yeah. I remember coming home from school and it was on. I'm a little bit right, older than
2: you, The Burlington, Vermont, the channels didn't get it,
0: uh, reason,
2: ah. I just didn't
3: watch it. Would you say that's what you like, Robin Williams, because I'm working Mindy? No. no. Dave, do no. you
1: know what uh, Colonel Green's real name is?
0: The actor? No. Philip. No. <laughs> well, that's the character's real name. No, the not actor not the not name name is...
1: Play. Edward Featherstone Green. There you go. There you Philip
2: go. Pine, played.
1: The appearances
3: of Kalis and Surak mark the final respective appearances of a full Klingon and full Vulcan in the original series. I never
4: thought Kalis was an impersonator. That was quite funny, too. Can you do Abraham Lincoln? <laughs>
2: yeah, Can yeah. you Help me, Kirk, or whatever. And, and um, yeah, because when they clone Kalis in the next generation, he doesn't have that ability.
3: No. but <laughs> what well, no. He did uh it, this is the second and final mention in a original series episode that it may be possible to separate the nacelles from the ship in this case by specifically jettisoning them it's
2: the nacelles. right so you, yeah it's the big glowy things these things the engines right? so you can
3: you can like repli- you can like pull that off
2: right oh, okay. that they never show
3: you. of course he had an example to show us uh this is uh okay star trek trading card set gave colonel green's full name as edward featherstone green but this was superseded by the, the last few episodes of enterprise where he was spoken up at spoken as philip green so they never actually knew his name and they made it up at it, and then they came back later and said no this is canon
1: <laughs>
2: leave it to enterprise <laughs>
3: oh here we go here comes the enterprise hate.
0: wait dave you, you don't like enterprise
2: um, I'm mixed. I, I I like it more than uh, than Kevin. Does.
0: He he's not a bad as bad about it. I I've just been shunned for it because I like enterprise so a lot of Star
2: Trek fans, a lot of within our group here on Live Long and Podcast, uh, they they disregard not fans. Yeah, not-
0: most of them don't even acknowledge it exists. What it's, um-
3: really? Huh. there's some good episodes
0: but overall i don't really love season three and four are fine i'm not great on
2: the first two
3: seasons
0: i don't like the cast but the cast yeah, is yeah, not yeah, good the, the storyline is, is great not...
2: bacula
3: and the way it's just all the doctor good yeah the asian girl's good it's about it
0: to paul's <laughs> good to paul's good T'Pol. but for T'Pol. a completely different reason story altogether yeah. uh, especially when she's in that decontamination room
3: Okay, so Kalos is seen here. Sorry, in, uh, I'm just thinking about that now. Klingon style, typical of the original series. It would seem to contradict the explanation given to Enterprise <sighs> Divergence for the change in physical appearance of the Klingon, since Kalos lived long before these events. However, since the image of Kalos was drawn from Kirk's and Spock's minds, not from fact that is not necessarily a contradiction.
2: Right. I don't think he is. That's what, he's wearing a 23rd century Klingon outfit. Uh, he, he's, he's what they think Kalos was. He's not the real Kales. So, no. um, and they don't know a lot
1: about Kales.
3: So, okay, Lincoln tells Kirk in this episode, there is no honorable way to kill, no gentle way to destroy. There is nothing good in war except its ending. This speech, written by a Star Trek screenwriter, has become so popular that people mistakenly believe it to be something that the real Abraham Lincoln said. <laughs> ah, it's nice. It's good. good set of words.
2: There's nothing good in war but its ending
3: this is one of three productions in which genghis khan and abraham lincoln appear together as characters in spite of the fact that lincoln was born 582 years after khan's death the others are bill and ted's excellent adventure and clone high right. Oh, clone uh, high the animated
0: series yeah, yeah.
2: Is, is genghis khan a uh, worthy of being a villain in this group of four no It really. no.
0: was a time he was just the thug. That they, they to weren't. be quite honest, guys, I didn't even realize it was Genghis Khan until you just mentioned it. i have forgotten it was Genghis Khan later on in the
3: episode because he never spoke or he was just in the background.
4: He just throws rocks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, Like I, I wonder why they didn't take, like uh, well, I guess maybe it was too soon. Like Hitler, for instance, or Stalin, yeah, you know, something more contemporary. But
3: uh, maybe it was... The Nazi, they had the Nazi uniforms, so we know they did. Yeah, they already know they had the Nazi
1: <laughs> uniforms, so... Yeah. But maybe easily threw Hitler, threw Hitler in there, or pulled in probably Hitler and never killed. Right, Genghis Khan was brutal. Sure, yeah.
3: Um, okay, and finally, William Shatner and Philip Pine, who played Colonel Green, would later guest star together in Mannix' Search for a Whisper, nineteen seventy
2: three. The film.
3: Yes.
4: Yeah. I, I love the character. The guy no, he was typical no. madman guy, you know. You know, he got, he had that hair, and you know, it just he just missed his little, you know, glass of scotch on the side. It, it would be perfect.
2: I like their dynamic. I like, I agree that the Kirk Green dynamic is it's too quick, and uh, yeah, they, you could have seen these two having more to do with each other because they were clearly working. Well. And that's, that's
1: it.
2: it. Yeah. That's it. Okay, let's get to ratings. Man,
0: man, 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 fun facts. Ratings. All right,
2: just man, taking man. me down.
0: Fun facts! They're over!
2: Okay, so um, I'm going to give this reading first, and I'm going to give this one a nine. Uh, Jeff?
0: You're giving this a nine? Um. Wow. Seven. Seven.
1: Seven. Uh,
2: Six point two. Wow. Pretty low. Hey,
1: Dave, I'm, I'm with
4: you. I'm going nine. I, I was completely entertained with this episode.
0: And Jeff.
1: Jordy, sorry, Jordy.
0: Uh, I, I'm going to kind of go in between Ted and Jeff here and do a 6.5.
1: 6.5. All right. So between
2: the five of us, that average is added a 7.5, um, above our average of 7.1 for the whole show. And this had a 6.8 on IMDb with, uh, let's just see, about. Nineteen hundred uh, people weighing in, so between our score and that score comes out of seven point two. So around the average when you look at those things. Um, so, decent. Right.
4: yeah. The screen um, Rant ra- ra- ranked this episode as the twelfth worst
2: episode. I don't, think that, <laughs> I don't think that's that's fair. I think that this is a good. I, I agree with you. I, I was surprised at that. Mm-hmm. So who was um, who was that that ranked that?
0: Um, screen Rant. Oh, screen rent. Okay, yeah, they're yeah. All right,
2: so we look <laughs> to to dad for our next episode. The devil
0: in the dark. That's oh, called, we'll do rock might as well do it. Characters.
3: The episode that we mentioned in the fun facts.
2: That's yeah. where Kirk is split into the two. There's, there's two, two Kirk's. Two Kirks. That's called the devil in the
1: dark. No, it's where they go into a mining and there's an underground, um, an underground uh, alien who's. Oh okay. Miners. Oh it's
2: not it's not the one where it's it.
0: not the one I thought it was. All this right.
2: is the one where he's fight they're fighting the, Horda.
0: the Horda. horta. The horta. The horta. Yes.
2: The horta. No the, there's the miners. Okay.
0: Season right. one, episode twenty-five. Oh back to season. Horta. horta. And the same oh, actor okay.
1: the same actor who played the what was the, what was the last episode? That guy? Yarnik? Yarnik? It's it's the Horta.
2: That. But, 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 yeah, it looks very much the same. It just doesn't have arms.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It doesn't have arms. Ah, I guess they ah. added arms. They dug out this from from. It's like a do? flesh pillow. They added. You had it lay it on the ground. ground. And lights on the head. Yeah.
3: Who approved this stuff? <laughs> like, we've spent ten grand on it already. We gotta go with it. Some
0: sort of coked up executives over at CBS <laughs>
3: or
2: Paramount NBC or NBC at the the time.
0: NBC, yeah. Yeah. Okay,
2: well, we'll be back next week, next Wednesday, for the Devil in the Dark, another rock alien thing.
0: Um, we'll see how that I'm goes. It's thing a trend.
2: Dad likes these, these weird alien things in funny well,
0: things. Well, I think He's I picked this fun. one, didn't I? Or did I you pick did the one this before one? this? And
2: Jody, I liked it more than you, so then thank you.
0: Yeah. yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. That was great. I only briefly remembered the Abraham Lincoln thing. That's the only reason why I picked it you
4: know what though coming just one more comment on this episode before you get to,
0: absolutely
4: like, you consider again I, I just think about all the next gen episodes that may have been inspired by this episode um you know you, you know you talked about Colonel encounter you mean the first two seasons of next gen
2: <laughs> it was good you know it was a good episode well, you know what, and like um this may mean something to some of you where like i remember uh seeing uh there was an episode of spider-man the animated series of the 1990s that i grew up watching and uh there was a whole arc in that show about called the secret wars which is based on a comic book ra- uh, arc from the 80s in marvel where uh basically this guy called the beyonder he takes all the villains from the marvel universe and all the heroes and he throws them on sort of a planet and he makes them have a big battle and that and i feel like that this episode could have had a major influence on that story uh, that, they, that they went on to do in the comics um, which, was, which was a big one uh, in the history.
0: well there's no doubt that that um, Star Trek inspired a lot of things so yeah, there's many, definitely no doubt there
4: if we, if we broke it down how many episodes have been an alien race testing the crew
0: in next gen alone I would say 10 great okay
2: well that's the, and that's the whole thing with this uh I don't know if you've been watching lower decks yet Adam
0: yeah it's great You're yeah great. even Lower deck has it yeah yeah so the last episode yeah. of Lower decks was sort of like like one of those tests um, so yeah. it was uh,
2: yeah so so yeah yeah fair it, it's one of the it's one of the go-to episodes where some aliens that the crew can't resist are going to make them do something they don't want and they're not going to be happy with it.
0: By the way, Dave, I'm just going to give you a quick update on Lower Decks. Uh, I, it's starting to grow on me a little.
2: We're going to do a wrap-up uh, after we finish
0: all the episodes. Right? So, oh, yeah, good.
2: Um, yeah, but, so, so just to plug all our other shows and everything else, as we have to go off here. You um, so, should have a
0: banner that says Plug Time down at the bottom. Plug
2: Time. I should get the Plug Time. That'd be awesome. Uh, anyway. Live Long and Podcast. We're here four times a week. Tuesdays, Deep Space Nine. We're in second season right now. <laughs> here on Wednesdays. We do I'll original series. Uh, which we kind of random, pick random episodes. Thursdays, we're doing Star Trek Lower Decks uh, just for two more weeks uh, until that, that is wrapped up. And then we're going to be heading on to Star Trek Discovery. Right, Adam? Yes. <laughs> <Season three.
4: laughs>
0: oh, I've never heard anybody that enthusiastic about Discovery, but okay. Oh,
1: oh you guys.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, uh, on Star Trek uh, uh, Radio Theater, which we do on Saturdays, uh, usually, or Fridays sometimes, we're going to be doing... Uh, an episode from Next Generation called Sub Rosa, where Aww. Beverly Crusher has sex with a space ghost uh, coming out of a candle. So uh, I will be playing Beverly Crusher. Uh, oh, man. And uh, You have your wife playing a corpse? I have, well, uh, an old lady corpse, yes. Uh, oh, yes, man. It, 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 She's playing my grandmother's corpse uh, in this case. <laughs> so yeah so we got it we, you can see up if you're looking at here on screen you can kind of see like uh, the roles and everything that's going on but yeah so that's gonna be on saturday night as we do our as we
0: continue with that and to be clear that's a parody interpretation of the episode
2: it's a parody interpretation it's not, yeah. a, it's not a complete a dramatic reenactment.
0: because i'm pretty sure you're not going to sound like beverly crusher i think I do. Oh, okay <laughs> no, i can't wait
2: it's not really based on beverly crusher um uh, and uh, and yeah, so check all that out. Our other channels called uh, Trivial Debates, where we do one a month. Once a month, we do a, a fight with movies, TV, sports, and more. Jody, Jeff, and I just came off of our big battle royale on that. So check out that channel. And then Super Mater Brothers Podcasting is our is our third channel, where Jeff and I and Janiel cover Big Brother three times a week Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I actually have to go watch Big Brother right now. Uh, tomorrow is going to be the triple eviction. If you're watching Big Brother, so make sure to check that. That's a big night tomorrow.
0: Uh, doing two hours. Um,
2: so, anyway, it's getting to
0: the point that you should just be your own channel. Uh,
2: well, we do have, we have so
0: great. many episodes of things.
2: There's so many things. There's so many. Pod- There's so much
0: entertainment at the uh, Dave Mader uh, podcasting and and Jeff Here. Mader podcasting. Uh, Brothers podcasting. Super Mader Brothers, uh, Brothers. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. There you go.
2: All right. So, thanks everyone. Thanks, uh, Adam, Jeff, uh, Dad, and Jody. Uh, we're going to sign off for the night, and we'll talk to you next week
0: for the Devil
2: in the
1: Dark. You guys. Oh, thank you.